late. This is the men's edition edition of conversations with Kat. She don't really know how to do the men, so we're gonna take over her show for her for her few skills. <laughs> so before we go ahead on and get started, we just wanna introduce everybody who's gonna be on here today. So we'll start from my left. Uh just give us your name and all that kind of good. Whatever you want us to know. But if you just your name, that's it. So my name is Ahmad McLean. Alright. My name is Dino Hall, and I'm just here because that's what they're paying me to do. <laughs> Jerry Thompson. Chance Kimball. Isaac Theus. I'm sorry, Dr. Theus. Yeah, there we go. We got a doctor in the house. Oh, for, awesome. a, a for real doc, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. So, during this, uh, she wanted to do something that would consider with men, that would bring men together and get some of their ideas. And I think she's had a lot of shows with a bunch of women. So we come to kind of represent today, um, if we if we can possibly can, as good as possible. And so the first question we're going to start with today is that everybody um, has gotten their example or their role of a man from someone. There's some example, there's some mentor, there's some man in each of our lives who taught us how to be the man that we are today. Or we emulated someone that caused us to be the man that we are today. Whether it was right, wrong, or indifferent, because we can all agree there's some men in our lives that taught us how to do it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And there are men that have taught us how to do it the right way. And so we just want to start with that question. What man or men or mentor in your life, uh, you can say, um, has played the most influential role in the man you have uh, become today? And um, either I can start by choosing someone or someone can go first. Whichever one you guys uh, prefer to do it. We can go circle wide. All right, well, we start with uh, Maude. For me, it was my stepfather, and he did so, and I don't think he said I to do it in a negative way, but that's what he exposed us to, so that's what I watched, how he, uh, he operated, how he ran his house, how he built with his, his woman, my mother, uh, and I carried it on up until recent years, I carried it on, so. All right. You going to haul? Interesting enough, um, because Dallas had to say there was three men that, well, that's my role models per se, uh, the ones I would say taught me how to actually be a man. And believe it or not, the first one was my pastor back at home, which is also my cousin, because I was brought up in the church, learning about being in the leadership position, learning about being at the home, and always want to bring your family to church. Ask the man if you got to leave. After that, it was my eldest brother, because he was the one who exposed me to sports and got me in the get from amongst your mama's tail, you know, get on out here in the streets and learn some about life. You know, it was like cool. Then my dad, because between my pastor and my brother, I actually learned what a father was really about. My dad was kind of strict, you know, you said there was no talking back, you just did that. But when I got a chance to actually learn of my dad, who my dad was and what he was actually trying to set out to do to make me become a man, the best man that I could be, that's when I respect him as being a man. So he went from being the third man in my life to teach me to the first man. So that's how my transition made. So, all right, all right. Uh, mine definitely be my my father. Call him Big Jerry Thompson. I'm Junior. That's that's, that's Big Jerry. <laughs> and everybody knows him as Big Jerry. So I just watched him. I mean, he was a hard worker. Always worked long hours. My mom was the housewife, so you know he supplied it. He supplied for the family. He worked hard. He, sh- my dad. Only think about it. He never said that love word. Mm-hmm. I never heard him say. I can tell him I love you. I want to get it back. But I know he does because yeah. he shows it. Mm-hmm. But you never hear him say that love word. That's the only thing that kind of bothered me coming up. But, yeah, man, that's just mm-hmm. watching him, watching his work ethic, watching how he took, you know, love my mom, took care of my mom. That, that, that taught me a lot. So, And 
I just learned from that and they helped me out in life. Gotcha. Uh, I have two men. Uh, first man I'll say would be my grandfather. Uh, uh, learned from watching him how to uh, treat a woman, being uh, in with my grandmother, uh, how to carry yourself as a man. Uh, a lot of that, I, I'm glad it stuck with me because I got three boys now. I get a lot of compliments about it. You know, I'm real big on that, how you carry yourself as a man. So, uh, uh, along with them two, I learned a lot from him. Uh, the other man would be my dad, who I hadn't seen since he, I was 10. Mm -hmm. So, during that time, uh, I learned, he's the, he, being a, a hustler, and I learned, I learned a lot of that from him. And being around him at that time, I guess you could say at the peak when stuff, you know, really hit crack-wise, you, mm -hmm. you know, and I was really with him, you know, so I, I learned a lot of that uh, entrepreneur's type of stuff, which I carry with myself to this day, and I instill that in my boys, you know, uh, even if you're going to work for somebody, at least learn that skill enough all the way to the top to where you can take that skill on your own, you know, just right. don't sit and sell, you know, that's one thing I did learn from him, not selling keep pushing even when it's worse it could be worse and keep pushing you know? so, yeah that's what I heard awesome. uh, man for me um, I would say my father but um, pastor he's a pastor so I'm going to use that it took a village mm -hmm. um, because with my father being out I learned um, some things and I'm a minister myself and I said that growing up um, my father everything was about the church and, you know, I wasn't the best at sports, but I was good at football and baseball um, and choir and theater. Um, but I would watch him go out of town to support the members of the church. And we would be home. You know, I would have games and he would be at Bible study. You know, couldn't make it. I would be, you know, have this going on and he couldn't make it because of church. Mm -hmm. um, that's what he knew. Because that's what he grew up. The old pastors and preachers say church, God, church, then family. But uh, it was the village, the deacons, Deacon Hill. He was the grandfather of the church. But every chance I had, my best friend was his grandson. Saturday mornings, we were up. I mean, I lived at home. I was up. We went over there. We were going to do something, <laughs> cut the yard. Because we had somebody to cut our yard. So, hey, y'all going to cut the yard, going to do it right. You know, y'all going to play, you going to play right. Can we borrow this? You gonna whatever you borrow, however you found it, you put it back that way. So uh, and then I, my other best friend, Ron Johnson, his dad, you know, he was strict. Man, I was like, you know, at church it was different. When I got over to that house, it was like you learned. So I would say the village. Um, I learned a lot, but as I got older, I saw that what my dad was doing. That's what he knew. He didn't have a father. He didn't grow with a father. So, but he knew that the church came first. Absolutely. And through me getting older, I learned and watching others that the church does come with your family. It's God, then your family. Mm -hmm. So I learned a lot, you know, from each and every of those male role models from the church um, that played a part in my life. But I've learned as I got older the things that my dad did and our relationship is good. But I tried everything that I saw. He was married three times, but I tried with my first marriage everything that I saw. And I said, I have to do it this way. I have to be this way. And it almost really caused issues in the house because my wife wasn't 
she didn't grow up in the church. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. but she supported us going to church. Right. You know, she didn't argue me about church or anything. Mm-hmm. But it was like I was trying to do everything that my dad said. We're gonna do it this way because this is how I grew up. But I didn't realize that some of those things were. It wasn't necessary <laughs> or it was just because mm-hmm. that's what he thought was the right way to do it. And it wasn't until later that I learned, you know what, Hey, that's good. But this, I have to learn and make my own mistakes and understand that this is how some things are going to go and how it's not going to go. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's, that's awesome. Every single person, you, uh, one of you guys have a different, uh, first of all, background. Yeah. And so which tells to the people that you looked up to, which will be all of us, it's, Look, who you've looked up to and who you've emulated throughout your lives, mm-hmm. which of course gives various uh, different results. Uh, one of the things that we heard even from uh, Jerry or from you, and really from everyone, is um, love, or how someone cared for you, or how, how that male figure cared for you. Uh, I believe that we can all agree that even during this day and time, uh, we're going into mental health, that mental health is a thing that was not dealt with, uh, I believe, properly, especially when it comes to men, even now. Uh, everybody here can say that we've been taught to be manly. You don't cry. You don't complain. You don't say so, nothing wrong. Man, I got my butt whooped. <laughs> they said I had ADHD. <laughs> my daddy said, all you need is butt whooping. <laughs> That'll get you. <laughs> That'll make you act right. <laughs> That'll turn your mental health around. But that's a reality. That's a reality of probably of all of us. That man, you don't have an opportunity. They, uh, your parents probably tell you, man, you're black first of all, and you're male. You ain't got time for no kind of excuses. But the truth is. Mental health doesn't have to be depression. Mental health doesn't have to be low self-esteem. Literally, every man can be here has laid on a pillow at night and thought about calculated bills, mm-hmm. yeah. calculated the next day on how you're going to make this happen. That's mental health. Uh, that's mental health issues. When that's all that's on your mind, if that's all you think about before you go to bed, mm-hmm. yeah, you have a mental yeah, health issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain chemistry. There's something yeah, going yeah, on yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. with your mental. And as men, I'm sure that we all have battled and continue to battle with oh, that. Absolutely. But so we'll go around. When you hear the word mental health um, right now, uh, we'll, start, we'll start this way. When you hear the word mental health, what, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Those things that you named. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say most times we don't think about bills and that emotional part of it as mental health. We only think about suicidal thoughts or what's preventing us from being able to do what we're supposed to be doing um, or those things that are lacking. Um, you mentioned the love thing mm-hmm. that could cause you to yes, be a certain way today. My dad told me I loved, he loved me when I was growing up, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how if he really meant it because, I mean, I knew he meant it, mm-hmm. but just how um, I suffer from ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I remember kids taking pills, but my dad was like, you don't need no pills. You don't need no pills. Well, you just need, you know, you, you, you don't learn how to act right. And so I grew up, and I went to the military, and they were like, hey, you, mm-hmm. you, you need to go see him. <laughs> <laughs> this is clinical. <laughs> you, you need to go you see need prescription. See somebody. <laughs> don't talk to somebody. But I remember growing up, like, some of the people I would stay at, at church, they were like, well, would you shut up? Well, you always moving. But I didn't uh-huh. really think about it mm-hmm. until I got older. And then I went to, got you know, started and then uh, got on, started taking some pills and stuff, you know, just to help me. And I was like, man, I don't need, I don't need that stop. But I realized, man, that chemical imbalance, mm-hmm. I do, I do to help me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when you talk about the other things, depression and what, what it was, you know, I was listening to you when you said that you learned some things. That's mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because no matter how old you were. 
the older you got, you were thinking, man, was that right? Or how, how can I fix what I thought was right? And each one of us probably went through some things. And then it, it carries over mm-hmm. to someone else. Exactly. Like I said, my dad was married three times. Him and my mom's relationship, I, I, it was bad. And I didn't realize how bad it was until later on. But one thing about their divorce, he never really talked bad about her. Um, but on the other side, it was like she was like ready to everything I did with your daddy, your daddy. And I was like, your daddy, your daddy. But there were things that I expected from her. And after they divorced, my dad had custody of us. And I was hurt because I wanted her. I needed a mother. And my dad remarried and I treated her like crap. Because I wanted my mom. my mom to love me. I'm sorry, it, it still hit me today. But right. I wanted I wanted her to love me, mm-hmm. and it was hard for her. And my it, I suffered with that because it caused me because the person at home really loved me, and I kept pushing her away. Mm-hmm. But with her, it was like block everybody out. It was tunnel that I just wanted from you. She told me she loved me, but I want that from you. So it caused me to not really know how to love or accept accept love. And so I struggled. I really struggled with it. I loved. Mm -hmm. But, shoot, if you couldn't really show me how I loved the way I needed to, Mm -hmm. and they were, but I I thought that was, you don't have, if you love me, you don't have to be this and that. So, but we, mental health can hurt you. Mm -hmm. It can hurt you. I could hurt you just for mental health because of the things that I've dealt with. So, well, yeah, man, you can chime in anytime, but we can. Yeah, I, yeah, that was good. That was good. Man, uh, man I, I had what I had to, to say, but for some reason, that's like I heard that two times about the love part. I'm going to go into that, but uh, my first one is stress. Mm-hmm. When you say mental health, stress, because. Uh, like you said, you're already laying there. You got whatever your next day or whatever's coming up, what you got to pay is on your mind and everything. Then you get your stress. Now, the point of that is how you deal with that stress in your particular lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Now, number one thing that people, some people do is drink. Mm-hmm. So now, that becomes worse. I mean, your problem's still going to be there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It ain't going nowhere, so you're going to drink. And drink and go to sleep, fall asleep, I don't even come back. It's still there. Yeah, yeah. Whether you lay there and think about it and not be drunk, or you're going to drink, and you know what I'm saying? It's just stress is the number one thing when you say mental, mental health to me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I go through that and I learn going through things and noticing things when you, you, you see it's coming out of control. Why, why did it get that way in the first place? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, okay, let me exit out this. And it, like I just said, it's still going to be there. Yeah. So you got to deal with it. You know, you just really wasting time. Mm-hmm. You know, so stress. But um, uh, love, the love part. Uh, it just, something about the love just kind of hit me when you uh, mentioned a couple of things. You say mental health. Love meaning like uh, you said your, your dad. That was, you said that you never heard I, I love you from your dad. No, no, I heard <laughs> that, that, that was me. He showed oh. it, but that okay. never said it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So mine would be, even though this is a male cast, uh, what we're dealing with male, yeah. mine would be for my mom. Yeah. I, I, I knew, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> from the way you brought up and everything, your mom loved you. 
Mm-hmm. But it's just something different from hearing it from your mom. Yeah. So I know my mom loves me. And to this day, you know, my mom is like my sister. You know, we, we got a close relationship, tell her anything, you know what I'm saying? But we never had that I love you, son. You know, sit up under it. We, was, we just always was tight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that trickled down to the way I had to battle self for how I treated women growing up yeah. to the way I was seeing my grandfather treat my grandmother. So I could be with a woman and treat her good and bad at the same time and have her confused, but she's still going to be there because I know both sides. Yeah. I know both ways. But it took me to get older to understand that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. from her not really that motherly, just, yeah, you know, she on the go. It's just me and her. She got to get it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm at the high, maybe she gone, shoot, I'm loose. Yeah. But you don't notice it until you get older, you know. So that love and stress is what what my main two, I would say. I feel it's it's definitely it's vital that we have good mental health. Yeah. Yeah, because uh mental health affects the way we think, we feel, the way we act. And and like you say, a lot of times we we say somebody, they, oh, he just stole it off. Yeah. We, yeah, we yeah. quick to say somebody just stole it off. I ain't man. Hell no, my. But, man, it, 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 it's vital. It, it, can, it can kill us. Like you say, that stress, man. Yeah. Ooh, stress. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'll speak to myself. I know I, I stress. I stress often. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know all that's doing is bringing me down and, and, and killing me. And you trying to, trying to think of ways to cope with the stress. I don't, I don't try to drink it. I don't try to smoke it away. But, right, right. yeah, it's it's. it's it's tough, definitely. Just to interject, and we're going to go, uh, mm-hmm. keep going. So we can all agree that there's stress probably in each of our lives, in all of yeah. our lives. And so since we're in a culture where if you reveal what's wrong with you, you look at less than. Exactly. So what do you do as a man if you're stressed? Mm, that's a good question. The bad, uh, I would say hide it. And that, that's what most men that's don't the do. That's the easiest and then thing. That's, that, that goes into what I was just talking about, that's the stress. Because you hide it, how you going to get it out? Because most men yeah. think that even your closest friend, your closest partner, whatever, you still, some things you're not going to feel like you can just really come out and say as a man. So if you can't get that out, how you going to channel and get it out? Do mm-hmm. what? Whatever you, you know, maybe a workout or something, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So... Uh, Sometimes, for for myself, mm-hmm. when stress came, because uh, we were told to deal with it, mm-hmm. deal with it, get over it, shake it off, uh, I would find a way to to cope with it by not coping with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still yeah. left, yeah. but I convinced myself and, and convinced my mind that it, it's not there. And that's how I got, got through, personally. That's mm-hmm. how I got through. And uh, it wasn't, because I convinced myself I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Did you but get it, through? Yes, I did. But it was a, it was a hard road until <laughs> I had to go back and identify. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I didn't get over it, I just got through. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's still there. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I had to identify. Like the hashtag. Yeah, like, man, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. this wasn't my fault. Literally, it wasn't my fault. Uh, I'm not to blame for this. Or uh, Sometimes I was. Yeah. And I had to do so with truth and honesty to get past that. You know, whether I showed it to people or I didn't. 
you know. I got good friends uh, from childhood that I didn't care about. That's what I convinced myself concerning love, going back to love. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want you to hurt me. We cool. I got love for you. I'm not going to express that love mm-hmm. because I don't want you to hurt it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just told my best friend that, that I loved him a couple weeks ago. I told him mm-hmm. I How did he respond to you? Freaked him out, huh? He paused when I said it. He paused. He knew it was there, mm-hmm. you know, from actions, but I never told him that. And he paused, and then he just like, man, where'd that come from? Out of all the stuff we've done, uh, all the negative stuff, because that's what most of it was, negative stuff we've done, he never, I never said it. He never said it to me. That was hard. But I knew he, I knew he cared. He showed it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to, to say that, you know, uh, I, that's something I had to do. You know, I had to identify what it was and then try to my best ability to correct it. But that type of behavior, those type of habits that I picked up doing so, you know, I still suffer from them, you know, because I'm quick. I don't want to be, I don't want to be hurt. Yeah. I do it in, in, the, in a bad place, which is my marriage. I do it quick. I shut it down because I don't want to be be hurt instead of dealing with it. And I tell her that all the time, but I get back to it when I feel I can deal with it. Just let me go through it right now, yeah. then I come back to it. You know, so I just feel like you know you just gotta identify what it really is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was trying to skip. I, I mean, no, I, 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 I mean, laugh, laugh real quick. <laughs> Over the years, I've noticed bad mental health has become a profession to men. Does he tend to say this? You mean to tell me if I throw a fit once a month, the government would give me a check? Man, you oh, yeah. Get your doctor to say you. <laughs> give me a doctor to say I can, because of my mental health, I can get a check every month. I can be disabled. They're they gonna that, go put that, on. But tell you what, you could do it, but you concerned about what we gonna say. That's what most people. We, we you concerned about what we gonna think? Because mm-hmm. you getting a check. Number mm-hmm. one, it ain't yeah, our exactly. business. Number exactly. one, don't tell us that you getting a check. Yeah, exactly. Your keep mama should tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, you know what I'm saying? Muscle Mike, I get a check. Keep it moving. I get a check. But yeah, I know some guys in, in the country, yeah, Mississippi, and, and this one guy, he been doing it for years. And all you gotta do is throw a fit once a month. <laughs> that money gonna keep coming in. He playing. He's he been doing it for years, as years back in the woods, man. Doing it for years, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's become a profession to many. Go ahead, Hall. <laughs> Listening to you guys, man. I think there's so many outlooks on mental health. In mine, just for the perception, just hearing what I've heard, mental health, man, man. Is basically manipulation that then becomes an illness considered by the system that you are called because you don't conform to the way they want you to conform. Mm. In Uh your thinking, if you think about it, everything in life starts with the mind. Mm -hmm. If I don't do it the way you want me to do it, if I don't do it the way you want me to do it, then something wrong with you. Mm. Because it's your outlook of what is considered mental. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm mental because I think. 
I think so much to the point that I can't <laughs> sleep. Can't sleep. You're looking at clouds. Analyzing clouds. Yes. Yes. And it could be considered yes. an illness if exactly. I'm in the wrong company. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I can be feared because something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. True. I can act out for a month and get a check. Get a check, yeah. And it's just basically my perception of it. That's it. Mental health, man, stress, all of that comes along with it. And because it all starts in the mind, we are prone because we've been taught when you hear mental mm-hmm. that there's a sickness involved. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That you are indifferent. Mm-hmm. Or shall I say you are different. Mm-hmm. You're not the norm. Mm-hmm. So when you hear mental, you gotta be careful because it is a thin line. Exactly. You can be misunderstood and be considered a mental individual. True, uh, true, true, very true. You can misconceive something and can be considered a mental individual. How many smart people are actually in the middle house? <laughs> controlled by medication. Mm. And they're some of the smartest people going around. Some of the smartest, yes. Van Gogh, the painter. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need to name some names that are known because and it is considered mm-hmm. mental. Yeah. Mm. So it is the perception of somebody else's view mm-hmm. and not God's view for who he has created you to be. Mm. Wow. So being mental, mm. mental begins with God and it also ends with God. He's just graced us uh, on individuality that we can utilize that that we have to either make it work or try to keep it from working by not dealing with it. Wow. I like so that. then why are we crazy? By whose perception? Us. You consider yourself crazy? I think you're one of the most intelligent men just by listening to me. <laughs> Do you think I'm crazy? <laughs> You got some crazy you moments. Said, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but those I'm serious. Moments. I'm serious though, because I, I I like what you said, and 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 that's the truth of mind. The mindset. My boss is always saying that, man. Mm-hmm. Change your mindset. You change your mindset, you can change a lot of actions. You can change a lot of things. Exactly. It starts with your mind. However, I also look at it as if you are if you breathe it, you own it. Um, we hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, your mindset. My mindset is like, hey man, it's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a so positive day. God will be a, think it. So does a man do it? So is he. But mm-hmm. we hide it because we don't want to deal with it. Don't want to deal with it. So does that make us crazy? No. Is that really a mental thing? No. Or is it just something that you just chose to just shut off at that moment? I mean, it depends on it depends on what he how long he want to shut it off. Okay. I say the sky blue. You look out there and say it's gray. I'm a sigma, so I'm going to tell you. I'm a sigma, I'm going to tell you. And then y'all can say, yeah, it's all with him because it ain't blue, it's actually gray. By whose mm-hmm. perception? It's how you see yeah. it. I see it as being blue. Or it could be some blue gray. But if I sit here and argue, 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 I'm going to say, man, it's all wrong with that fool. Mm-hmm. Because he's trying to convince me that it's gray mm-hmm. when I know it's blue. So is there a mental health? Is it? Or is it simply a mental state, mental state that has been given the title? Mm. There you go. A mental state that's been given the title. That's I like that. that. I like that. I do believe that a lot of mental mental state, mental health is based on experience. Okay. And so our experiences kind of form what our mentalities are, truly are. So if we say, uh, this hurt me before, I'm not going back to that. Because of previous that's experience. It. Mm-hmm. If I say this is what crazy look like, when I see that again, <laughs> it's crazy. That's crazy. Because <laughs> you don't you don't want to deal with it no more. Yeah, because you don't want. I, I mean, ser- seriously, that's why. Is it mental state? You you hit the nail with the hammer. 
hit the nail on the hammer. Yeah, you did it right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Hammer on the nail. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hit the nail with the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> the hammer with whatever, yeah. You hit the but nail on the head. We know what you That's true. And what you just said mm-hmm. is true. Some things is just engraved in us by generation, that generational curse. Mm-hmm. I believe that God can make a will out of a will, make a will out of Absolutely. a way. I believe that God, Absolutely. I believe that God can do anything that God want to do. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that God puts us, places us in situations. For a reason, yeah. For a reason. Oh, and so when you look at those things, I can't say that God put us in this situation. I didn't say, I can't say that God wanted me to experience that. Um, but God places us in places. Also to see, are we going to call on him? Um, but even in calling on God, we still are dealing with things because we're not letting God there you go. do what God needs to do. Exactly. But that, it goes back to it again. You look at Job. Man, I don't know. If I if I was Job, hey, I, I don't know what I would have done because I would have been like, man, you done took everybody from me. You want me to stay here and try to deal with it? Job had to be crazy after all of that. But then he started over. He looked crazy to his best. <laughs> you look crazy to his yeah. But can I interject something yeah. real quick? Because I heard the love mentioned, the uh-huh. love, the love, the love. And one of the things I thought about, and I said I was going to stay away from that love thing because love is expressed in so many different ways and different outlooks of what love truly is. But one of the things that we say, well, my daddy didn't show me love or my mama didn't show me love and I wanted love from this individual. But we never take into consideration they not, may, may not have experienced love themselves. Yeah, we can't learn from somebody who's never been taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you went to the God thing, everybody doesn't have God you know, in their True. spirit. So mm-hmm. it's about relationship and learning True. and then trusting and believing that he is all the answer to everything we need. But True. who that don't know him, when I want to know love, if my daddy didn't know love because he grew up in a household of 22 children. And had to deal with this, that, and the other. And if you didn't get it when it was given, then you were out of luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still got to love my mama because she did her best. Mm-hmm. But yet I see some kids that are not my sisters and brothers get a chance to come in and eat at the table that I'm supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to still be in love or know what love truly is. So my mom did what she had to do to. Daddies don't know if they were never taught. You and I can't teach love if we were never taught. True. Absolutely. What is love? Give me a true definition of love, then let's go from there. Because love also will put you in a mental state. Yeah. If she loved me the way she loved me, why she treat me the why way she, she treat me? Ooh. You're talking Ooh. good. What you say? But that will that will take you to even the uh, I think you were talking about gender roles. Mm-hmm. That right there has a lot to do in, in the household. I'll be honest with you. Me and my wife had a conversation right before the end of the year. She was trying to talk. And then at the beginning of the year, we talked. And she just said, I, I need some more things. You know, sometimes you don't want to talk about things. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I think we talk. Maybe I'm not giving you the answer that she wants. That you want to hear. But we talk. I can repeat back verbatim from what our last conversation was. And, you know, but it's like, man, I want to feel love. And I'm like, I love you. I hug you. I, I, what is it? <laughs> that, I, that Seriously, that is missing. And it was the conversation. Um, or just. Take them to the movies. No, we do stuff like that. Oh, 
do stuff like that. But she just says sometimes mentally it will never be enough. You're not here. <laughs> oh, 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 that's crazy. When you talk about look, can we all agree, especially yeah. when it comes to relationship, a lot of times, especially as men, mm-hmm. I believe we're guilty of giving them what we want. Real quick, let me tell you why you give it to them what they want. One of the worst things any of us as a man can do is to lay in the bed with a woman and have a conversation. Pillow talk will get you in trouble every doggone time. And then you want to know what the love stuff that they talking about. You don't really show me your love this now. But when she gets you that bed and mm-hmm. she took that from you, yeah. and in that moment she can sit there and talk to you while you're on that pillow because you're ready to go to sleep and she ain't ready to go to sleep and she want to talk. That shows your vulnerability. That shows your mental status. And it also shows you that you don't know what the, you don't know what love really is. Because they'll use that against, against you. I'm going to talk to her when I'm in the shower. Thank you. I ain't <laughs> wow. That's the next time I'm going to just get up. Just get up. Watch the talk. And it's got to be edit. Leave it. It's <laughs> the worst time. It's yeah. the worst time. No, that's real. That's real, though. It's the worst time. That's real. You want uh, anything to, the, to mental health? Just time in. When you don't know, you don't know. So you don't know how to deal with yeah. with, with certain things. It took myself uh, in all honesty in prison reading a Christmas card that provoked thought for me to pick up anything to just go read. So I started picking up books and reading, getting uh, understanding to addiction, uh, to my habits, which wasn't addiction, but the things I was just doing, you know. And then I began to to backtrack, like okay, using my mother, right, where everything pretty much fell off for me, right. Uh, who was she before the addiction? Wow. Wow. But she did this, that, and the third after the addiction. Mm-hmm. But before we was a happy family. Mm-hmm. 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 So me. Uh, Begin to educate myself on addiction. Begin my healing process. Now I know. Now mm. I know how to deal with it. This really wasn't her. Mm. I know that now. Understand it wasn't her. But the drugs got a hold to her. They got her doing this, that, and the third. She didn't really give up on us. Mm. She was just chasing what that addiction. She still loved me. Mental. She was just hooked on something. Yeah. And understanding that now, I can. That's behind me. I can move on. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the time, I didn't know. Wow. So, how strong are you now that you have knowledge? I think I'm pretty good. I'm right. pretty, pretty strong. Pretty strong now. Not just uh, for me. I, my understanding for, for everything. I mm-hmm. don't... Unless you just flat out just like... Just terrible because you got those type of people. You know? Man, what is they going through? Perception. What is they going through? A different way of looking at things. I mean, uh, I understand that that social well-being plays a part in mental mm-hmm. health, right? What are you going through? I know a lot of, especially young people. My nephew just killed himself like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He hadn't even been buried yet. He was 18. What kind of pressure are you under? Wow. Mm-hmm. Man, it's media. Wow. What, what? You no, know, I understand that. At first, I was like, man, was he high? You know, yeah. that's the first thing you're gonna say. Yeah, was he hot? No, but my son was there, and he was like, he was saying that he tired of struggling. Man, you're 18. You still at home with your mama. Don't know what struggling is. Well, you're not struggling. Yeah. But 
the perception is out there about certain things. To be a man. You know, you didn't know and you, you took that way out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, 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 can, I can deal with that more mm. now that I have an understanding of it. Yeah. First, you know, that was, you know, 10 years ago, I, I wouldn't have a good understanding to it. Gotcha. So I think you know you don't you don't know you don't know, but it's really not an excuse because you can begin to educate yourself on that, and that's what I do. Gotcha. He brought up a, a good point, and that, that that was powerful to be honest with you. Uh, the healing process that you went through, Man. as far as because uh, really that's how it all should be. Because really we all act a certain way exactly. because of something that's happened previous in our life. Exactly. But you brought up a good point uh, socially. Uh, social media how big do you think social media is in the mental health or the gauge of where people think that they should be uh you you think about it that people put up uh one picture 15 seconds of their lives and it looks like they're movie stars it looks like they're living the life but behind those pictures behind those posts are miserable people so how, how do you feel that plays a part in people's mental state mental health or whatever you want, you know. It's their life. It's their life. Me, it's some, a, lot of, <clears throat> a lot of people I know, it, it, without social media, it's like they, they, they ain't got no gas. They ain't got they lost. Mm. It's, you gotta, it's like that keeps them going. Mm-hmm. You know, it don't matter what movements in between. They got some downtime and they got and they, on, they on it. You know what I'm saying? People driving, you're going to see them. You got to blow the horn. You're at the light. You just sitting there. You know what I'm saying? You got girls now. Oh, cause I, my job, I do. I'm outside all day, all around Houston. And I mm-hmm. see so many, especially young girls, they riding, they got the phone, and they driving, they on, they on live. You know what I'm saying? You can kill yourself. So every, everything to me geared up around social media, you can just kill yourself. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're trying to keep up an image. You're trying to keep up with... Not letting nobody know. Everything goes according to what you see. You're going to put out what you want the people to see. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be jury, whether it be cars, you take a picture on somebody else's car, you're going <laughs> to post it. You know, you just, it's just so, I hate it. I mean, first, just to even put that word on there like that, I, I, I really don't like it. You know, and I used to be that person, be on Facebook, you know, especially if you go on my page, all you're going to see is my babies and, 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 and if I have something positive going on. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if I got a, a some wrong problem, he ain't gonna know nothing about what I got going on, you know, but what I want you to know about which which my life is my boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um social yeah, social media, I just don't like you know. No, no, no. Do you think social media could be a way of coping with stress? Yeah. I from when uh, listen to you talk, it looks like yeah. it's a great way to cope with stress. It it, it, it could be. It could be, to me, it could be a, 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 a way to, to, to great put, put yourself how, how you live as far as like how I, I say anything I go through, it can I always, whenever it's bothering me, I always mm-hmm. end it with it can always be worse. Mm-hmm. You know, especially being like like you mentioned prison, being 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 in, in prison, it, it can mm-hmm. always be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. You know, all the experiences I've been through, it can always not. You know. Especially as a man with a family, and we've been through some tough stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I had to be a man and do things. Mm-hmm. It could always be a lot worse. Oh, a lot Especially worse. when, um, when you talk about mental health, and when you talk about, um, like I said, I, walk, I, I, I work all around Houston. I, I look at a lot of homeless people, mm-hmm. and I always think about like how you mentioned your mom. 
I always look at them and I be sitting there like, what was before? Mm. How was they before? How did they get to that spot? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because some of them got a lot of talents. There's one out there, man, I seen, man, artwork was just cold, man. You know what I'm saying? It just, what was before? And don't, I probably, don't nobody else probably wondered that. You just thinking he just out here and mm -hmm. he, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That man probably, if you give him a chance, he probably going to do something with it. You know, so, yeah, I guess, I mm -hmm. Oh no, you good. Yeah, it's 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 a terrible. Yeah. 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 Mr. man, you look like well, he about to chime, chime in. I know I'm man. That's because he about to bang his head, man. I'm excited man. We lately just hearing these different outlooks because to me social media is socializing through the eyes of others. We can hide behind social media. Absolutely. We can be people that were really not behind social media. Yeah. Social media, socializing under the control of those witnessing a facade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the government uses social media to keep up with all of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a bigger picture behind this social media. Yeah. Yeah. And for all of these folks, even me, there's always jumping on social media, they know where I am at every, every given time, given moment. Yes, to the point that you go to a gas station. We got gas pumps, and now we got TVs and stuff on the gas pumps. Yeah. Which, mm -hmm. Driving, like you said, they want us on this stuff all the time. They want you active on social media by design. Mm -hmm. So when it does come to a point of needing to find you, they they, <laughs> they know where you go. <laughs> so That's social true. media has some. Good points and it has some bad points, <laughs> but the overall position of social media is to divide you from reality. Mm. Wow, wow, and it's doing its job. Doing it's doing job. Doing it's job. My grandson, I had to remember he in the house, I had to look for him. Then I realized he in a corner somewhere on social media or on his tablet yeah. all by himself for hours, and I forget until I hear a noise. And be like, That's my grandson, <laughs> you know, how long you been there? Because social media distracts us, man. We go into an unreal world while living in our real world. Yeah. Behind social media. Do you think that's one of those things we talked about earlier that takes you away from your Absolutely. from your reality? It does. Yeah. It can cause you some stress. Absolutely. It can cause you some mental health problems. Yeah. No, for real. Depending man. on what's on there. I mean, I read. I, I was scrolling through, and I looked back at some of my messages from like 2010 and 11, 12, and I was like, I was deep, <laughs> but I could tell something was going on. Mm -hmm. I could read and say, man, what was I? What was I? I know what was going on. I had just went through my divorce. I had in 2008. I had custody of my kids. But was dealing with things with my ex-wife and trying to, you know, get her. It just, just and, I, and a lot of things. But then I look at it, it was just days that I would wake up and it'd be something on my mind. I would just post it. Post it. Not anything really just saying that I was dealing with anything, but just post it. Post it be, be sitting at the light and just look. <laughs> I can do bad by myself. Come on with a post. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at you. Don't have to speak to me if you don't want to. I'm still gonna love you regardless. Yeah. But just watching, mm -hmm. I'm a people watcher. Mm -hmm. You can learn a lot just just by watching. But I went back and looked, and I said, I wonder what other people perceived. Yeah. Perceived what was going on because I don't put my necessarily business out there. I put my family, children, vacation, and stuff, and all of that. 
But people say that's just the good stuff. What about the bad stuff? I could be in a bad mood and post something, but... At the vacation. <laughs> Man. You, you know, it, it, I know you really got some, some ch- chance. Right? <laughs> Social media. What is one of the things when somebody posts that you look forward to? Somebody liking yeah. Somebody cared enough. You all you want that light. You, want you know what? It used to be it used to be that. It used to be that. It used to be that. You want that light of that But heart. then I realized that you get you in some trouble too. Yeah. That's why I said. But you want that confirmation. Like you want that light of that heart. It used to be that. It used to be that. But that's why I said now it's like I'll post something and don't really I could have three likes. I don't care. I posted like. like. I posted it for myself. <laughs> I posted and didn't get no likes. I wasn't mad. I didn't go back and edit it and try to get you know try to get a response out of anybody. Mm-hmm. But I realized that a lot of times if I post something about the Bible or you know a church, it's less responses. But I post something about my kid's birthday. Yeah. Went on a trip yeah. with my wife or yeah. did something. So this and that. They can relate. Four hundred likes, three hundred likes, yeah. and I'm like, God dog. Two hundred comments. Jesus yeah. coming back together today. Eight, eight likes. <laughs> Amen. You can be like, if, if everybody <laughs> uh, make this shareable. <laughs> but you know, you reach somebody. No matter what you post, yeah, you if you get somebody. one like, mm-hmm. you reached. Somebody. Yeah, yeah. somebody. I'm just, I'm just a nobody. <laughs> Trying to tell everybody. <laughs> Two hundred people read that message, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I need to start putting it in the feed, in the story, in the story. Yeah, yeah. Then I can keep up with how many you read it. They just ain't gonna give you that like of that heart. Man, I was gonna say that. I mean. uh it can be used to to get away from your uh, from your reality, because mm-hmm. I know I know me uh, when I do do uh, I might be on YouTube mm-hmm. and I go to I might my I might be in Australia somewhere I like animals <laughs> yeah. you know stuff like that what's going on in Africa I might, be, I might be watching the giraffe <laughs> uh, zebras running and stuff like that you know that stuff yeah, 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 yeah. you know take me away from take where I live like, yeah, yeah. you know because that's the type of things you know I got on my mind like to take my sons out the country you know that's what we getting on but COVID shut it down but uh, you know this is different experiences that I, I, I probably never get a chance to see mm-hmm. you know maybe the rainforest or something like that you know that's that's it could be used still for, for good as well you know yeah. get away from your reality you know I'll say that <laughs> those likes going back to them likes <laughs> I, yeah I think the likes yeah. are like old school compliments yeah People deal on social media more. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they just like quite doing it for the likes. Yeah. Some people, cause some people yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. but this, I don't, I don't see Mr. Hall like that. No. So yeah, when yeah, I see him, to me, yeah. he, he just acknowledges me. Yeah. He was too you know yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody yeah. wants that. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you have a uh, probably an old friend or somebody, you probably forgot about it, end up just popping on there because I, I done had that feeling a couple of times. Dang, yeah. that's what I like about you know, social media. Yeah, because it helps you get caught. Yeah, I can yeah, stay in touch with my people out of town, mm-hmm. Mississippi, here, here, mm-hmm. and that. Right, right. see where everybody's going. That's the benefit. But do you know somebody's in trouble, though? Really in trouble? A friend of yours by looking at it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of, but you know, you it, 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 it could be helpful. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All you got to do is read. Yeah. 
Yeah. Somebody crying out for help. Man, that's this, man. I'm tired of her. I ain't so dealing with this no more. And that's the reason why I stayed off of that. So what? Because I got tired of seeing people business. You busy. You can't take it back. Some people put their business right there. You can't take it back. You seen husband and wife in the same comment. Go through it. The husband post is now they get into it in the comments. Y'all in the same house. And your kids on that. Media by the design is to separate. Yeah. And to cause discord. We look at social media doing a great thing, but the whole purpose, man, is to keep us yeah. away from one another. Right. And if I can stay here and I can anything I want to say, I ain't gotta be in her face until I can tell her I hate your guts by simply going, and she know I don't like her. I ain't gotta put no name, but everybody know who you're talking about because they know what you deal with. Your wife's gonna <laughs> analyze your page. It's if one particular girl gonna like every picture you post, your wife's gonna wanna know why. Um, yeah. That's got to be some kind of mental health. You to be in the same same house yeah. as your wife, and y'all comment underneath each other. Yeah. Y'all have to argue. Just saying, you get your you get your <laughs> argument done on Facebook instead of in real life. Hey, I know you in the other room. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe it's safer. It's a division, man. It's also a paper trail. That you can't do. You can take it off, but you say. So you have to be careful what you say. Yeah, man. Man, I need to go back and look at some things that I said a few years ago. Some people feel more. What you call it? uh, Safe. Safe or passive aggressive. Yeah. 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 When you you want to say, I'm not gonna say it. You can't say it. Yeah. I can get on here. I can do that with my daughter a few years back. But I didn't. Well, she went through with me because I didn't. That's the text message. Yeah, that's what you text message. Yeah, I said, okay, go on, get it out the system, and I'm gonna go over there. Did that make you feel better by putting it out there? You know, what did you accomplish? That's what I asked. What did you accomplish? Got your attention. She got you over there. Yeah, but I'm always over there. But you need to do is talk to me. I can't bring it out. I'm always around. Yeah, but then you get people. Uh, she made a post uh, on a Father's Day post, and mm-hmm. what she said was true. You know, I love you even though you was out of my life for so long, right? Mm-hmm. Which I was thirteen years in prison, mm-hmm. right? That that was true, but the way she she put it out, so she her her baby brother daddy, she was like, "That's who was there." Mm-hmm. Happy Father's Day. Wow! Hey, tell him I say happy Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Tell him I said thank you, right? Because that—that that was his job too. <laughs> you know I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, but if yeah. you, hey, I told him. Hey, if, you need, if it's water. doubt, if it's something now, let's talk about it. Yeah, that's the only way we're gonna get through this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Man. it. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, and I understand it's the generation <clears> too of, of people that's that's what they do. They run straight to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's okay with me because I understand what I'm dealing with. Yeah, it's okay. But yeah. I'm not, yeah. and you go my page. You will not see me doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm going over there to you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. For right. some people, yeah, that's I'm not go ahead. Go ahead. For some people that that's that's scared to talk to, to to normally just like how you said to 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 right. just normally talk. That's they form a way of just yeah. getting it out security mm-hmm. form. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because and I had a lot of people that that know me. You know, if I got a problem with you, especially as a man, I'm not going. to Say it in front of all the men, we in the groom put you to the side, dress that problem, and that's what it is. But um, I just lost my point. 
Yeah. To be, they be, they're every. I know in the past, in the past, yeah, yeah. Tradition, times have changed. Times have changed. Times have changed. What you do with your household may not work in my. Might not, yeah. Exactly. It's it's crazy, but again, it's all because we have lost what we're supposed to be one towards another. Mm -hmm. When society starts saying that the man is not making enough money, Mm -hmm. the wife now needs to work. Mm -hmm. Then the wife starts making more money than the man, then Mm -hmm. she felt like, hell, you can't tell me nothing. (laughs) I make more than you do. Then when the man started losing, the black man started losing his job and the black woman was the only one that was remaining working and the black man is at home playing video games while his woman is out there making it for the household. Mm. So we want to talk about gender. We put our women in position to take the role of the man. So when they say, I wear the pants in this damn family, that's what they mean. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just going to have to accept it or you're going to take your pants back and zip them up. So we got to take into consideration what happened then mm-hmm. that has caused this transition now. That's why our men are becoming women and our women are becoming men because they feel that the gender roles, they're no longer anybody's business but their own. Yeah. In the beginning, when God put Adam and Eve in the garden, God gave Adam dominion. dominion. When Eve did what she did, all Adam had to say was, woman, get in your place and stay in your place. That's it. But he allowed her to voice something that then caused her to have to work from the sweat of our brows for the, this day because of the beginning. We lost our dominion. We lost our manhood. We lost our nuts. Excuse me. And when the woman got a chance to fill the nuts and she figured hers was bigger than yours is one of the reasons why we got all this gender issues today. Because what you can do, I can do exactly too. And I can make more doing it. Hey, he, he, that's, hey, that's deep. he made it plain, that's for yeah. sure. Deep. But, I, I can't worry about your eyes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if, if you're living traditionally, yeah. I don't even feel this uh, gender roles, per se. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, watching my parents, my mama didn't work. She had one job that I know of, and they, that was brief. Brief, brief. <laughs> and uh, she did that. She cooked, cleaned. Kept the house right. Mm-hmm. My daddy was, while he was doing this thing. So that to me, that only comes natural. You know, should, I shouldn't have to come home and do all that if you all ready out. No, you you're not doing nothing else. You, the house is. <laughs> yeah, that should be a no-brainer. But yeah. in today's society, you know, I love to cook. Mm-hmm. See, my wife ain't never got to cook. Work could we both work when I come home? If I took some out, that's what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know, I might, I might ask her what she want to eat, but see, I'm pretty much up whatever come to mind. I'm cooking. Yeah. You know, uh, washing clothes, certain things I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do. She do it too, but it's automatic. It's automatic with me because I can do it for myself. I can do it for us, like she can do it for us. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not. Uh, we don't do that. The, mm-hmm. the roles per se. You know, but sometimes she played the loving grandmother more than I'm the, the loving papa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a lot yeah. more firmer than you know what what she do. She firm, but you know she expressed love more than I do. That's the woman for you. That's yeah, the, that's but, what a woman's supposed to do. Yeah, it's just nurture. Yeah, they, that's, 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 that's When I grow up, I want the picket fence, the dog, the house. 
and my wife window, and come home mm-hmm. too, so I can she be waiting for me at the that door. That price price. Absolutely. <laughs> that price. You got to be making Every the money for them to sit at home all day, huh? Yeah. Time to change. Time to change. And, you know, a lot of people like to, it's so hard today because a lot of people like to keep up with the Joneses, so. Yeah. Women not Keep up with the Joneses, keep up with the technology. Yeah. Social, but, but mm-hmm. you know, I was listening to, uh, I was doing a, a counseling session with a couple, and the woman said to the guy, um, we, talk, we were talking about being submissive, and she said, what mm-hmm. is that? Mm-hmm. Really? I know what the Bible says, but what mm-hmm. is that? Mm-hmm. When the man is supposed to be the head of the house, but doesn't mm-hmm. give me a reason to follow. Woo! I just looked <laughs> because what am I supposed to say Ooh, then? Yeah. I'm <laughs> because mm. and she said, let me take it back, and I don't mean it so harsh, but she said there are things that I do in the house that I feel like that's he should be doing. And she said, This is a session where we could talk about that, right? Mm. And I'm like, where you finna go with this? I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but these are things that y'all should have talked about before. Mm-hmm. You kind of said, put it on the table now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get married. Now mm-hmm. we're just sessions that y'all are getting married in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. I'm not marrying y'all, but y'all asked me to, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we finally got back to it, but there were some things that, like you said, you doing all of that, but she makes more money, and she, he was fine with that. Mm-hmm. But for her thing is, if I'm making, and I told you that's fine, don't quit your job. Don't try to compete with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So he started, and what the reality of it was, he started feeling bad because she was making more money than he was. Mm-hmm. But she still was allowing him to be the man of the house. Wow. But he started like doing, trying to, he started falling away mm-hmm. because he was looking at, man, I'm supposed to be making all the money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're making the money. He wasn't looking at our household is doing yeah, exactly. it went good. Me not one bit, you know, <laughs> you, you, you understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess right. different, yeah, different and so different that's why I said, I can't be worried about that, but it was hard. And he admitted me and him talked one-on-one, but he said, man, it's hard. Mm. The fact that I'm used to taking care and she got another job and started making more money. Mm. And so to me, she didn't see the change, but I saw a change in her. I said, dude, mm. Was there a real change or was she happy that, hey, she came from here mm-hmm. to here, mm-hmm. taking those steps of where she really wanted to be. She's mm-hmm. being, this is her success, mm-hmm. but she's still taking care of the household. Mm-hmm. Did she See, make you, yeah, care of the did she make you feel less of a man? Less of a man. Or did you make your own self feel less, less of a man? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. of, uh, because of that, that financial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when she, so finally we broke that comment down. But then you look at, let, let's say, I have a homeboy that we don't. I, I'll take him out of my out of my homeboy thing. We used to talk a lot, mm-hmm. but every female he got with, they had a good job, mm-hmm. and his butt stayed at they at their place. Mm-hmm. Seriously, and they were, they loved him because he was cute. High yellow guy, okay. mm-hmm. you know, pick all the women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. In our twenties, we used to go hang out and stuff, and he'll find a woman, and he always would end up staying at their place. Mm-hmm. They work, and he'll be there. Had a key to their place. Mm-hmm. Every woman mm-hmm. that he got with that happened with, and mm-hmm. finally he met one that met his that met his that told him, mm. 
hey, I'm not going to take care of you. Mm. You can come over here, but when I go to work, you need to be going to work. <laughs> yeah. But why did society even let us, let us as a man, th- think that that's okay? Some women, are, some women are just happy to have a man. Players don't work. Some women are just happy to have a man. Really, it's the woman, though. It's the woman. She just happy to have a man. The man is already setting his standards, whatever he it's is. The woman. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what she going to allow him to do. So if he gonna sit there and play games all day, she went to work, came back, he's still there. He the next day he doing the same thing. <laughs> that drive me, that drive me crazy. You ready to have a piece of a man that no, no man, man at all? Yeah. That's the that drive that drive me crazy. I'm trying to, I'm not trying to worry about your house, <laughs> but I'm like God, dog man, get up off your lazy behind and work. Yeah. Do something. These women's been spoiling him all these years. Preachers of heaven. Preachers of heaven. If I've been getting away with it, why am I going to change it, bro? It's benefiting me. He's a plumber. He's a plumber. He's a plumber. But then you end up with her. Because you didn't matter. And now she messed up. Now she's messed up. And eventually both of y'all going to be messed up. But he can easily move on. Yeah, exactly. You don't. I don't want to move on yeah. because I like you. I like her. You, 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 you see what situation? Now nah, that right there can cause some gender role. Anyway, which one? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm about to say, which one of us at this table is the very first woman that we ever been with? The very first woman that you ever been with? Ever been with? Sexual. Call the G. Listen. Oh, y'all reunited. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Dang, oh, you don't know Hold on, y'all yeah. been knowing each other? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, know, this, cut, this cut session. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, you know, I know Marlon knows white. Oh, okay. And I know they have been married way back then, so I didn't know they was there before. Okay. 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 okay, okay, cool. This is the reason that I said this. There have been somebody in between, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. all of us been heads. Mm-hmm. You got to cut this. Yeah. <laughs> so how many households have we messed up? True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the question cut this. So many, <laughs> it's real. So many, if I messed up this sister, and this sister then tries to get into a relationship with this brother, she's taking some of me into the next relationship, and she's expecting him yeah, to, to do what I did, mm-hmm. and he can't fulfill that. Then you know what's going to happen? There's a void, and because of this, this this gender stuff. Mm-hmm. This is why they turn to devices. Mm-hmm. It's the power. It's the that's power. The, that's the most powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because y'all got to finish talking. I'm just letting y'all know. These are the reasons that we have so many problems. Let's go to the root of this thing. It did just start with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has been around for a long time. Oh, Social media just exposes it and glorifies it. Yeah. Because now I can see more women that look like men, and I'm thinking there's a woman on social media. Ooh, she is fine as hell. Then all of a sudden she's taking the makeoff, and you find out that it's a dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big man. Yeah. That's why I asked. We were talking about gender. <laughs> oh, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before, what are we talking about first? <laughs> so how many households have we messed up that causing folks to look for something else or a false person because this is not you? That's why catfish just came about. But I'm imitating something that I want to be, and it's more feminine than it is masculine. I know I messed up because it feels I just, good. I just, I just, it's a lot of girls so, I talk to. They, they, it's Puerto Rican. In blame, all of us are to blame. Because none of us really knew who God was in our lives. Yeah. And we were coming to know who exactly. he is at the time. So you can't teach something that you don't know. And those that didn't know can't teach you. Don't tell me how to drive a cab. 
when you're driving a truck. Don't tell me about being a banker when you're standing in the kitchen baking. So these kind of things, we just got to take into consideration, man. We screwed up. So that goes back to the whole mental situation. Yeah. We screwed up. It did. Insane in the membrane. Mm-hmm. If y'all remember that song. Yeah, I remember it. It goes back, man. That's, that's a whole other uh, conversation <laughs> to get men to realize what you really carry. Mm-hmm. What we really carry. Well, we're going to go ahead on the end. We're going to end it with a last question, so we're going to cut that little part. <laughs> cut that little part. I'll be in trouble if you don't. As men at your current state that you are now, if you could give a word of advice to a young man right now, whether it be a relationship, whether it be for your future, whether it be some advice, the words to live by, what would be... Uh, that thing if you had a young man you would uh, pull to the side because everybody here at the table you look like you guys uh, have yeah, the ability to mentor someone or be in position to and I don't have a son yeah and you know, I got a grandson I got a grandson but I don't have one thing that I miss in my wow I would tell him hey don't hold it inside talk about it ask questions the answer is there the answer is there and when, when I ref- look back on my life, all the answers was there. Yeah. It had I asked the question. <laughs> it was there. It was there. I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know how to pray, so I just prayed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just whatever came to mind, I said, and I still do sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the answers was there. When at 16, I didn't know if I was going right or left. And really didn't want to indulge in the streets. Drug closed out. Mm. It was it, it was. I got sidetracked. This and other people, but what I wanted to know the answer was I didn't know from my mouth to a lot of things. And I would tell anybody, young man, don't hold it inside because it's going to explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whatever and however you feeling, talk about it. Excuse me, talk about it. Ask questions. That's the only way you're going to get answers. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it's a little about right there. Mm-hmm. Mine would be simply, nobody will ever know you better than you will know you. Keep that in mind. So the only person that will know you better than you will ever know you will be God. And if you don't have a relationship with God, the only one that's going to know you is you. So no matter what happens in life, make sure that you know you mm-hmm. and know what you're capable of doing. So is it going to be a consequence or is it going to be a success story? I like that. Like I told him, uh, I got a 13 year old. Like I told him, I always keep God first. Because mm-hmm. my son right now, he has he has the foundation. I mean, he, like I say, I mean, he he around. He got a relationship with Pastor King, Paul, Mr. Barry. He has the relationship. Like I said, he's got to stay and stand firm and do what he's taught to do. Like I said, keep God first and everything else is going to fall in place for him. Listen and observe. Uh, don't waste time. It's gonna keep moving, and uh, I can go really, really into depth on it. But I, but but them, yeah, them you two. good. Well, those those mostly because I, I I talk I be out in 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 the, in the neighborhood and I talk to you know young dudes all the time. And uh, one thing I just finished talking to the homie man at the store. 
And uh, I had to get them just pay attention to realize just the old fact, you know, of being in the 90s and being the young dude that was up at the store and going back and forth to, from the store for, for the dudes that were selling or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. Just to just to seeing them same dudes, and now you get older, and you see, you know, just seeing their lives how they is now. So the thing for me when I was talking to him was to look, look, he been homie next to you. Mm -hmm. Now I know, I know personally how long he been out there, but you want to be like him mm -hmm. in your mind. So you want to be like him. Look where he at, and I look how long he been out here. So this what you want? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get him to realize this. Stop mm -hmm. living in the moment. You know what I'm saying? I know you want to do, you want to, you know, social media and everything. Stop living in the moment. Have some direction in your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stop listening to others and go seek it for yourself. Uh -huh. You know, make your own direction. Don't just because your partner say he finna go to the Navy. Now you want to go to the Navy because you didn't, you didn't have no direction. You didn't go out there to go find nothing. Everything goes beyond the block. Yeah. You know, that's what I tell him, man. It's so much that I had to find out. That's why I got so many different certifications and stuff that I don't even use right now. I just was just going, I was chasing the money to have my own. I'd have been welding, computer networking, I'd have been a lot of stuff, culinary arts, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, no idle time. That's what I tell them too. Mm -hmm. Out of time, you at the store, you know, and stuff constantly happening, you know, a lot of, a lot of shootings and a lot of mm -hmm. stuff happening mm -hmm. right now, man. You know, but that's mostly a lot of that type of stuff just for them just to survive longer to see old age, you know, because most of the time they, they gonna, it's one in, not the other. Yeah. But but certain things, that, like I just said, when I could put it to them and we right then and there and they could visualize it. Mm -hmm. It, 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 it's, I've had a lot of them come back that have been been locked up and they see me come back and be like, mm -hmm. man, you know what? A lot of the stuff you were telling me, I appreciate it. I hmm. understand now. Some of them, they didn't got girls and they got, you know, little families and everything, still mm -hmm. trying to make it, you know, get a little job, but they, they trying now. You know, so that's mostly what I would say. Man, each one. Each one different. Everybody's perspective is different, um, but saying some good, giving some good nuggets and wisdom. Um, I have a blended family, and so I've tried to really instill in them um, talk about God, but also your relationship is not going to be like my relationship with God. You're going to have to develop that on your own. So I can talk to them about God and talk to them about God. But we know most times that it's a lot of times that he really hits you when you're out of the house. Mm -hmm. That that relationship with God really <laughs> yes. happens. Yeah, if you really need him. You don't need him right now. Yeah. And so <laughs> what I try to instill in them right now is that don't be a follower. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily, you might not have all the skills to be a leader, mm -hmm. but I'm going to piggyback on what you said. Find out who you are, mm -hmm. what you like, mm -hmm. what you don't like. Mm -hmm. That way, you can't tell me what I like. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me what I don't like I already know. because I know what I like. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm looking for and I know what I'm striving for. You're going to bump your head, but when you bump your head, mm -hmm. 
Get your ass up. I'm a minister. I probably shouldn't have said that. But it, 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 it's, it's rightful in its place. Get your butt up. Because you bumped your head. Nobody didn't take your head off. Learn from your mistakes. That's key. Learn from them. Take ownership for them. What did I do? What did I do? And I wish that, you know, back then I would have had, you know, my parents told me that my dad, I enlisted in the army to get away from that sound judgment. Wow. I, hey, I, you hear me? I went to the military <laughs> to get away, <laughs> to get away from somebody telling me, son, get up, get up, go do this, to somebody saying, hey, get up! <laughs> I went from, you know, hey, I went from, I think about that all the time, I'm like, what was I thinking? You wouldn't? But those, those, that's what I can say. Mm-hmm. Because you know what, mm-hmm. you gonna do, you gonna do some things. You're gonna try some things, and guess what? It might not be how you want it to happen. But mm-hmm. you tried it. You made the decision. You got to live with it. Mm-hmm. The consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you fix it and go about doing it? Mm-hmm. Because I can give you a plan. I can tell you. And I told my wife this. Mm-hmm. We can lay out how what we want them to do. Mm-hmm. The execution is going to be on their own. Yeah. So I can give you these words of wisdom, mm-hmm. and I pray that you will allow God to guide you. Mm-hmm. And I pray that you will adhere, take, put it wherever you need to put it. Mm-hmm. So when you need it, you can pull out and say, "Okay, yeah, it is. I can't tell you what to do." Mm-hmm. That's it. I know one thing, which I, I'm I'm currently working on. I would tell them this, just to, uh, to seek to understand rather than to be understood. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I came to grips with something like that currently wow. in my own life. Yeah. To understand rather than so, yeah. so I, that's one thing. I, I, that's I, a nice I, nugget. Uh, that's a good nugget. Okay. Yeah. That as well. You know. I read that. It was, I think I got me another six-piece nugget, boy. But you get your understanding, and I don't be worried about being understood. Yeah. Every story has a beginning and an end. Is it true that every story has a beginning and an end? Yeah, a definition of a story. Then why is it always a continuation? Because you don't get to tell the end. It never ends. It's a conclusion, but it never ends. Man, I mean, I, look at your life with God. Was there a beginning? There is. Before God, what was going on? There was nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> so you got God, and now you can't From say. my perception. But you can't say after God, because you're still here. Exactly. So it's, it's a continuation. That's what I said. It's a continuation. So after you die, then somebody go, what they going to say? Well, after God, he, well, you, we with him. So it's still a continuation. It's a continuation. <laughs> From the, eternity to eternity. Everlasting. Everlasting. So, been good, man. It's been really good. Here. Man, yeah, we, I think you guys did an awesome job, man. I'm, I know for one thing, if everybody heard, find out who you are early. I think that if every one of us, if we find out who we were early oh, yes. on in life, not saying that we're not where we want to be now, but mm-hmm. things probably would have turned out different faster. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, uh, if you would have found out who we were younger. So, so, so. Finally got myself together. Now I know just who I am. 
want to close out with a song? Well, man, we're going to end it right here unless anybody have anything else they want to share. They want to. Let me just say to the gentleman on the, you guys that's on the panel today, um, it has been enlightening. I've learned. Thank you for sharing. It just tells you that you can learn something new every day. Life experiences. You can help me. You can help me. You can help me. You can help me. Today, all of y'all have helped me. And because of this particular podcast, I know I can be better. Not just today, but tomorrow. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you, guys. Amen. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. I'm just happy to be open. Some things, you know, some things you do. That's why I was saying earlier, you know, even if you got your, your, your best friend. <laughs>